Welcome to the Other Side podcast, where we are discussing music, life, and cannabis. Myself, Geshi, and Leon. But just a quick heads up: we are not doctors, so don't take anything we say as medical advice. Do all your own research. We're just having an informal chat with our own opinions. Consult your doctor. Do your own research always. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. We are back. What are we doing? Another podcast. What is going on? We're working too hard during this lockdown. I don't even know which one this is as well. I'm not even numbering them anymore, literally. We don't know what number we're releasing. So yeah, I anyway, I don't think we made it to three with the numbers anyway. <laughs> we did three and then we're like, ah, let's forget about the numbers. Yeah. But anyway, welcome to the Other Side podcast. Back once again with more chit chat about cannabis, music, life. All food. of the bar, food as well, <laughs> definitely food, oh, definitely food. Can't forget that one. Like, oh, I'm actually, my belly is rumbling a bit. Yeah. And that food oh, that we got earlier was tasty. Yeah, that really was really good. good. Locals, local businesses. All about supporting. Always local. support local businesses because yeah. they came through with a massive discount for us today. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Lovely. We got to support Italia. Yeah. Yeah. Down from the locals. shop. Yeah, man. Bad boy, little Italian place. They do lovely pizza and all sorts of food all day long. Yeah. So big up to them. They've been open throughout the whole lockdown as well. So support local, man. Um, but let's actually talk get, about who's here today. Let's get back into this podcast. Like, right, today we've got another guest, another local actually, um, someone that we met in the shop a cu- couple of years back. He's been coming in, supporting the scene, supporting the shop, always getting his bits from us, CBD products, all this smoking paraphernalia. You uh, a lot of mutual friends Before I say your well. name, uh, you, you were working in the shop down the road for us as well. Yeah, you used yeah. to give me a couple of bits of discount with a few bits of clothing yeah, here and man. there as well. Like bang in, thank yeah, you very much. Shop neighbours, yeah, like man. Yeah. So that's how we kind of got to know Finn. Well, yeah, I know you. Now that I've said his name, let's just introduce him properly. Well, I was going to say I know you separately through mutual friends. But that's true as well. Do you want to introduce yourself? Who yeah, you are? What's, what's yeah, about you? Introduce yourself, brother. <laughs> Yes, man. Well, yeah, for, for the cameras and whatnot, for lovely people watching, um, my name's Finn Foxhall, and yeah, I'm a musician. Flip, make a count, on the streets, cloudy, make a bounce, on my shit, on my shit, I've got the love, work, work, I make a count. We got to Finn Foxall, got him, in, got him on the podcast at last. Yeah, we were trying to do this like a couple of weeks ago and it didn't happen. But yeah, yeah, we, we fell got through, but we got it. We got yeah, it. Let me, sorry, sorry to cut you. No, it's all right, bro. Thank you for having me. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm from West, so I'm local to you. And yeah. yeah, like, I was working in a shop down the road. So that's how, like, we kind of just worked it out. Like, I remember just first coming by the shop. I think I bust you like a car. Well, something like, like that something like, yeah, yeah I just got a chat and then I started popping in grabbing my bits yeah. and then yeah I was working at a clothes shop like another little local business Supra and um yeah big, big shout out to Supra actually they're another local local yeah. establishment local business that have been running for many many years they're up in Kensal Rise now I think yeah yeah they still got the other place in Kensal Rise they're, yeah. they're still doing their thing and they're a sick shop I'm um, just on the main road in, in Rise and um yeah man that's how we sort of just came to our Work it out. I'm from Shepherd Bush, so I'm just down the road from here, not far from Labrick Road. And um, I made music and I yeah, like man. smoking weed. Yeah, man. <laughs> and so that's how you found that yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found myself in this situation. <laughs> that's the perfect combo, man. Music and weed, like music yeah, and cannabis. Man. That's the thing, man. That's like, that's how that's how we get to know a lot of people in the shop because as you know we've always had music pumping out, out the window yeah. every time you go past you can hear music playing facts, so facts. one of this one of the main pillars of this shop is music um, you've always got the vibes going man I always remember it. man it was from like as soon as I like knew you lot were open there was always decks and always some they had different vibes as well you lot had oh, some yeah. drums going on everything it was sick it was sick exactly we've done little events in here we've had yeah. little like musicians come and play we've had like djs come and do sets it's yeah. been it's been a it's been a good journey like shame we haven't done that properly in the last like year almost yeah obviously because of all this well, madness going on even so like by the time this is out there's probably been a few videos of sets and stuff already we have, like, we have managed to record yeah, a few sure sets during the lockdown luckily like we've done like some sort of like covid covid like podcast with djs but the way we used to have it was like a DJ and customers walking in and out go, oh, right, you're DJing right now. They, they wouldn't understand it. It'd be like, like quite, quite different. <laughs> it, was, it is, it is <laughs> a odd mean, thing when you step in on it. You're like, whoa, this is like not what I'm used to, especially because there's like, because you've got the tattoo stuff here as well yeah. and you've got like 
this sick CBD away and then suddenly there's just vibes running and like usually like there's when I walk when I used to walk past the shop there was always at least like a couple of people in there just kind of vibing just chatting and like when you little chat to a customer you chat for time yeah we're like, not like, we're not like in out like buy your thing and go we're like oh, so what music are you into yeah <laughs> I like that. it's like that's one of like the questions that. we ask people facts, facts. well so. half the time it's people walking past but like you think you, they're going to ask something about CBD or something and it's literally what, what's on what the plane right now who's this artist what's going on because you've got the window open as well mm. you're just always bumping vibes to the street while we're talking about music let's um like tell, tell, tell the listeners and, and people you, watching yeah. about your music and what is your vibe man because obviously yeah. we know your music I've heard your music many times in the, in the shop we play it here mm. but from your from, from your own perspective what is it that you make and what kind of music are you, are you um, making so yeah like I'd, I'd say I came up like when I initially started making music I started recording like at 15 years old I like put my first tune on SoundCloud nice and then I dropped like a couple more and that was all with um, Parallel DJ and producer, me and him went primary, lived up the road. And um, that's how kind of how it got started. It was like kind of some lo-fi vibes. So he's doing the beats? Yeah, yeah. At first, me was literally just grabbing up beats off SoundCloud, like not knowing if we could use them or not and just Just slapping stuff out. Do you know what I mean? But then like a a couple of tunes deep, he'd already been trying to get into the producing. So it was sick. Like my original, like earlier tunes were like his also original like early stage of production and stuff as well nice nice it's always something nice to look back on but it was kind of i'd say just like soul and soul infused hip-hop just like and low a lot of lo-fi in there too and that's what sort of where it came from and then it developed into like there was a sort of some grime stuff which i was like some grime inspired stuff which i was doing and then um yeah just went into trap and other stuff and right now I don't know, man. I'd like to say at this point that I'm a musician rather than a rapper. Nice, nice, I've, nice, nice. I feel like I'm getting to the point where I've hopped in a, to a whole lot of different vibes, just like with loads of different inspirations. None of it's limited to like more conventional, like UK rap or hip hop. Single in that one like, genre or something. Like yeah, yeah. Like we went in and... some more like housey vibes, and yeah. we got some UKG tunes, and then we also got like just much more alternative stuff in the mix, and then like, on the way, like. I don't know, I've got like some indie stuff, some punk stuff. Nice, like, it's man. Sick, it's, man. It's like, like broadening horizons a bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that seems to be quite the thing, not just at the moment, for the last few years. Like, everyone, people that are releasing music are releasing like multiple genres now. It's not just like I make this music and I make that music and that's it. It's yeah, completely like. Maybe that's because of technology and that's the way like. Ease, of, ease to production. It, yeah. people, it's so accessible for a lot of people now. So. Yeah, facts, facts. And you, it's not like you have to go into a studio and what you're recording is like you're spending money on that day. You could just yeah, make yeah. something in your computer and then tomorrow, you know what, I'm into this vibe today. I'm listening to some Afro House. I'm going to make some Afro beat. That's facts. You know what like, I mean? And if you wanted to make a record, you had to like hire up uh, a team of band studio the whole thing you would never spend money just to fuck yeah, about you know what I mean like thing. it's a bit like it's a little bit like taking pictures these, as well these days you yeah, just take yeah. 20 pictures of the same thing just to make sure you got the right shot no, whereas before you'd be like one shot and you hope it comes out right on the film technology's a mad one but it's sick it's sick it's nowadays wicked. everyone's like super connected as well so mm. like you could just find a beat maker on Instagram by accident Someone right. could be isolated as hell, like in some yeah. random so, place, and they can still access like this whole web. And send like, you stems and so stuff. accessible yeah, to everyone. Crazy. I mean, having the, the the net is crazy for music. I remember, like, when I was growing up, starting to make music and DJing and stuff like that. The net wasn't really a thing. It was just like coming about. It's I'm a little bit older than you guys here. Like, I feel like little. I feel like <laughs> Gramps, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but I remember like. Oh, doing the whole first thing kind of like on SoundCloud and it was like rah yeah. like people are literally uploading their prop, their, uh, their full beats on SoundCloud just it was right sick there to like now it's just like, just like well, it's nothing you got to it? see yeah. it in the first yeah. wave yeah, like, oh my god of, it I was just incredible I was like I'm getting a profile on that Yeah, I want a profile there I want to add MySpace as well I remember we used to upload music on MySpace I mean obviously we've progressed throughout the years I'm not still using MySpace but it's just crazy like the way everyone can get into music these days and yeah multi-genre music wicked like, I've, like the amount of stuff that I've got to dive into even like with all of this lockdown stuff like it's lucky some like studio um, a lot of studios have still been open so I've still been it's able been... to go in and make music with people but even if not like when lockdown first started I was just like, I bought some studio equipment at home and just got a crack on myself and oh, yeah, just man. doing loads and loads of demos and like a lot of those tunes actually ended up being on the last project so for me that was weird because it was like just taking beats from people who would send me a vibe yeah. with me in mind yeah. And then I'll just like get into my own world with it. 
in my yard in my room and then come out with a finished tune and send it to an engineer and then boom bang so you've actually found lockdown productive which is good man a lot yeah. of people have, haven't gone down that route some people are like just like got really negative about it but I mean I don't know I feel like it's been long it's enough that you, now that you like, kept it productive man yeah yeah I mean everyone's had their like dips and days and stuff like I've been a bit lazy here and there but yeah. generally like I think I've been making like a whole lot of music mm. relative to how much music I was making before yeah um, but yeah I'm like I just got to get in that position like in the past year really anyway like just before lockdown started like I felt like I'm really taking it full time you were on your flow I remember like you were releasing like regular EPs yeah and yeah it was, like, like, coming we... out a lot and I was like yeah boom like, we were playing a lot of your stuff in the shop I remember like being like hyped and then obviously lockdowns occurred yeah, yeah. slow down the touch but yeah no, it's good yeah, that some shows cancelled and stuff yeah, like that. all that kind of yeah. touring and stuff like crazy all the important bit where exactly. you actually get paid yeah <laughs> <laughs> you get to actually play your stuff to people like yeah, see the yeah. reaction in the, like, in the live like, didn't realise how much like I missed that stuff and obviously you don't until it's gone in it but like I miss performing so much man like it's such a big element of being an artist like I think people who have just been trying to come into music in the past like 18 months or a year, it's just like, it just must be a completely different thing. It's a completely different vibe. Because it was yeah. such an early thing. Like when I first started dropping tunes, the f- like one of the first things you kind of want to do is be like, where can I perform this? Or like, where so can I find a place? Even your, if it's just an like open mic or something. Like, if you dropped your first tune on SoundCloud at 15, you said, mm. when was the first time you played live then to people after I that? The first time had I you played done live, I was 16. And, um, it was at Rich Mix in Shoreditch. Okay. And it was like a I'm Next event. Um, nice. Must have been hyped with, for that. It was sick, bruv. Like, <laughs> it was like House of Pharaohs and sick. a couple other heads all performing. I had a cheat. I didn't even know I was supposed to be performing. And then, like, I just got brought on stage because me and AJ from House and this other guy had a tune. And then like, I ended up performing and like, I was a bit nervous, but like, all my guys came on stage with me and it was like, that like, was a moment. Like, I always <laughs> remember moment, that. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, nice. uh, it, like stuff builds up when, do you know what I mean? Stuff can build up into a thing when it isn't really a thing. I reckon it's really hard if you dig into a music career and you've never ever performed. So like a couple of years deep to then try to perform, mm. you're kind of like a few steps back in a certain regard. Because yeah. like, it's such a big element of being an artist well and truly. Yeah, because exactly. when you're making your songs, you're designing them. Um, to be performed like, exactly you, like, and you're imagining like you imagine people how is this going to how yeah, is it sound yeah. in a certain system or a, sound, a certain exactly. space is, is it going to be like some difficult concert or is it going to be like in a club or would it be yeah. it's like difficult some... to know unless you've actually done it like, exactly. like, it's, all about performing, <laughs> like, it's not the same as like looking online and seeing people's comments and that obviously that is like that's a whole other element of getting an insight into people's reactions and stuff but like seeing that raw energy about how people respond to tunes live like either once they've heard the tune or when they've never heard it before, like it's something such... so special about hearing yeah. loud noise, that frequency going straight into your system properly and yeah. people reacting to it. That's like, you can't get that through a computer. As well. You can't get that through little comments or someone watching and your you... YouTube video oh, or your you Instagram get, you live. Get little flutters of it, you like, get a little vibe, but it's not the same it's as actually performing yeah. in that, front of people. It's, like, it's, just, it's just a fraction of that feeling yeah, like, yeah. when you're really there and like it's all happening. Like I missed that proper. Guess it's almost a bit like. Bit like you're a fucking drug almost. Like that's the thing you're like. <laughs> yeah, you, get, you, get, you get addicted to that little yeah, buzz yeah. of like playing out and stuff. I mean, I used to DJ a bit and DJing in front of a crowd compared Sick to DJing at, in like just doing like a recording at home or something. There's no, there's no comparison. Yeah, no comparison. No comparison. Like also when making music, like we said, you're making it for a certain setting, so mm. you want to hear it in that setting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want to see how people see react in done. that. Exactly. I was very lucky. I had like my first headline show, like two weeks after my headline show, they stopped all shows. So like, I was so like, I got to scrape it in and like, yeah. it was my first ever headline, like I sold it out, I was so gassed. And, um, where was it? I remember that was it. in, um, uh, in Peckham. Um, and, oh, what was the, what was the venue called? That's bad of me, I can't even remember it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, was, mind, but that yeah. was, that was, that was proper sick. Been... That what, was in March. Peckham? Um, yeah, yeah. Bussy, maybe? Bussy? I was going to say. Nah, nah. Was... Yeah, I know quite a lot of people we know have been performed there. Like, I've yeah, been there a few times to see, like, Lava and Big Pig and stuff. That's terrible, me. It was um, uh, Peckham Audio. Peckham Audio. Yeah, Peckham Audio. Oh, no. And that, that was sick. Like, it was, it was like 220 cap. So, like, it was quite like an intimate, intimate like, kind of show. Affair, so, it was, it was perfect. They're still. usually the best shows, man. Yeah. And you're like, like quite in with the, the crowd's quite close and you can see everyone's reaction exactly. like face to face almost. Especially for rap as well, I think, because mm. I think rap is quite, especially if you're like yourself and you're quite lyrical. Mm. Like your things are, like your bars are definitely thought out. It's not mm. like you, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, so those sort of things kind of needs to be more intimate to, too, to the too. person. 
because I, I I've seen people like ASAP Rocky who just thinks like mad lyrics, yeah. but on a huge stage, if you're like quite far back, you almost, you know, you almost lose it, it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, hit. That's why in my head, like I've, I feel like I've got more music now, which I could perform on like bigger stages and that, like some festival music and stuff. But before, like literally, it was perfect timing. Like that size of the venue was perfect for the EP that I dropped and stuff because like, people were taking it in. It was so sick, man. Like people were just. Damn, people shouting the words. Oh, like, I, I think since about that time, I started to see your name about a lot. Like yeah. people reviewing your music, or you be in magazines, or a blog have been written about you. Or yeah. new albums, moving man, doing well. well. Like I see that all over Instagram. Yeah. Like, I killed it. Listen to it, but so, like, so. see it, a lot of other people listening to it as well. Not just yeah. like who are your um, like musical inspiration, like background. Well, who have you grown up listening to before you were making music and stuff like that? So like. In the house, mm. like, I'd be listening to my brother. He's like nine years older than me, so I'd be listening to basically whatever he'd be listening to. You'd be like, and then what him. my mum would be bumping in the back type thing as yeah. well. And my mum was bumping like, like Backstreet Boys, Bowie, <laughs> like Bob Marley, like just loads of loads of classic, classic stuff. Like, yeah, 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 loads of classic and like like the Who and just like stuff like this. So loads of like. I think like quite quintessential like British music yeah, yeah. that I sort of had in the back of my like head. Classic so then, pop music almost. And these, yeah, like, yeah. Talk about these days. It's, like exactly. bit, it's that bit between like rock and pop. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like quite quite pop pop. Well, it is pop music, but it's not that kind of cheesy cheesy stuff. Exactly. Like, exactly. Bowie, Bowie on his own is like he starts in his career more rocky. And yeah, Bowie, yeah. Like weird and synthy. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like hearing like yeah like that type of stuff in the house, and then um, just like quite a bit of like sort of like Trojan. Like reggae, like reggae, a bit of scar and stuff as well. And nice. then um, on, from my brother, like I was just hearing straight UK rap and yeah. just like hip hop, American hip hop. So like, I remember the first people that, like age like seven, like I was like borrowing my brother's um Walkman, like the CD, he he made this mix CD <laughs> so for me, sick. and it was like two packs greatest hits, Fifty Dude. Cent's like I think what, what was it the Fifty Cent album that he gave me, um Bulletproof. I think. Yeah, like he had, so he gave me a big one of them, and he gave me the game um, documentary album, yeah. few classics, and then he introed me to like when I was like ten. So that was your little intro into like hip hop. Yeah, that, that was me really taking in hip hop, and then like some people like Eminem as well, and then I'm I'm forgetting a couple of names. There was people like there was always a lot of Beatles in the house. Nice. Bear Beatles. My parents used to rock a lot of Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that, that yeah. was one which was just like always staple, in rotation. Yeah, it's a staple. staple. I can't miss that one out, hmm. but um. Yeah, th- that was sort of like the main mixture in terms of like before I was coming to the teen, innit? And, and you were born and bred around Shepherd's Bush? Yeah, 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 like I always grown up around Shepherd's Bush, like yeah. saw Ask You Oxford Road, like a new couple of times, but that's that's always been me. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I sort of come into my teen years, like I started doing like, started listening to way more grime, like Devlin, Getz, Gigs, yeah. and the UK rap like K Coke and Joe Black. And Benny Banks and just yeah, like Benny. I proper like I delved into that <laughs> in it like I I was drawn to that bear and um that was sort of me just like age twelve thirteen and then I sort of expanded it a bit into like I started listening to some like rock music mm. and like bear reggae yeah. and some indie music here and there and then finding out about like Joey Badass and then listening yeah. to Bear of Future and just like all these other people that got me into like the alternative rap scene. Um, nice, nice, nice. And then, yeah, man, I'd say that's sort of what crafted it. Nice little like, journey then. Yeah, nice and then I started hitting raves and parties. And... I was going to say, so, like, say, at that stage, were you going out raving or partying? Yeah, so, yeah. When I, partying do you know what I mean? When I'm 14, 15, and I'm starting to like go out and just hear all this other stuff and started taking in like some jungle. And like, I remember like, yeah, I think I was 14, nearly 15. I like started rinsing my first jungle mix. It was like <laughs> a Bob Marley tune. You know that one? So much trouble in, in the world. world. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> so that one. And I blitzed that off. That was like my first like drum machine that I sort of took in. Yeah, when you like really like clocked about jungle. Or clocked yeah, yeah. Like, I just, this is a music. Like, like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. I didn't nice. even know what jungle was when I first heard it. Like, I didn't, I just was like, what is this crazy it's so music? nuts, like, man. It's like, oh. I remember hearing that first time being like, what? Yeah. This is insane, like. When yeah. the first round of Jungle came came around in the early 90s, like, like yeah, 1993, 94, 95, and I was young, and I was like, what is Jungle music? I didn't understand it either. And I, yeah. Honestly, I remember thinking, it was, did they just decorate the venue, yeah, like a jungle, jungle, like plants everywhere? <laughs> and then I remember, like, clocking what Jungle was, I was like... <laughs> I mean, like this area was like there was like jungle getting played everywhere. Yeah, it was, like, syn- not like, surprised. Synonymous with the carnival as well. And, yeah, no, nah, I got into jungle probably about... 
Yeah, 92, 94. You've watched it progress, bro. I'm sure you've watched beginning, it, man. Like Jungle and Bashman and all these things, and then Garage come about and yeah. then Grime come about. Mm. Like that must have been sick to watch, man. It was a wicked like musical journey, like growing up in London. Definitely, like yeah, the whole Garage scene or Jungle drum and bass, yeah. and the whole Garage scene, and then that going into like grime or dubstep and then like splintering off again and it was yeah. splintered off like so many times since then but yeah no, I've, I, lo- I, love, I love the whole musical scene like in London and, and England and like, we did, we did it well we did it so well yeah, compared to anyway still, yeah, man. London music is a sick thing like, we do it well man yeah I mean especially this area like the whole of West London is built up on music really yeah, like, I, I, I always slept on it because in my head because I was like came from UK rap background like in my head when I was a bit younger mm. when I started taking in more music I always thought West London just didn't have that much dirt and um like because mm. in, in terms of like UK rap there yeah. just wasn't that many people no, it was whereas more like, like, I realised it's one it's such a like rich area and music like there's so much good music that's come out of West in like historically like, in, like, just on this road just on All Saints Road up yeah, there literally. just around Labrick Grove like the amount of reggae that's come out of this area yeah, yeah it's crazy. just crazy it's been like, crazy. around the 70s and 80s it was like proper vibe around here um, I feel like half the people we talk to that come into the shop have some kind of background in music somewhere. It's like, it's like, such a musical yeah, it's Even a if it's just they nice. make a couple of tunes for themselves in their bedroom mm. and they just show it to you. It's because like, that home of Carney, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, Carnival, literally. man. What's your, what's your vibe with Carnival? Do you like Carnival? Yeah, I love Carnival, man. Yeah. Like, whenever I go around, I usually do one day where I'm trying to post off like a, at a friend's yard like, mm. where you've got a nice view or just yeah. on a good balcony just or something. Chill out. And then the other day, just like... Go out. Yeah, go and float. Like, the street. I usually do, I usually do <laughs> the other way around. I go out the first day and then the second day we're kind of like a little bit tired from going yeah, out the yeah, night, yeah. All, all day and all night and then, yeah, we just usually plot up at someone's house and just party in someone's yard and watch it from the... Do you have to go to Juve? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Do you have to go Juve? To what? Juve, you know, the paint fight. Oh, no, no. Oh, I used to hit that. That was so fun, man. We used to walk from Shepherd's Bush at like... When was it? Uh, 6.30, 6.15. Early one. St- start strolling from Goldhawk Road, have our paint suits on. Oh, no, we never did that. Like, we yeah. would always see the people walking around mash up with paint. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, no. We'd always be in the house because we live like, right in it as well. Yeah. I'd wake up, I'd just like, could feel all the house shaking with the bass. Yeah. Look outside, see started, like, people just dancing. It was like, all right, cool. Yeah, get ready and just go straight to it. So there was no time for paint yeah. fire. Because <laughs> no, I, I was in Bush, we had the time that we were like, all right, if we get there and then we go to the paint fire and then we head back to Yale for a little bit and then we come back out for the afternoon and it's six, the paint fire is like, it's the first like play of music in Carnival. Oh, nice. Like that morning is where like the first truck the first beat, that, starts moving, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first beat drops. So like it's sick when you're like, you're all, everyone's waiting. Everyone's everyone, waiting. And then as soon as it drops, everyone starts walking and dashing paint. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's proper fun still. It's amazing sure that we do have a carnival like that in the middle of London. Yeah, sure. I am I'm proper worried that it's not going to come back yeah. after all these different I'm getting scared. All COVID and viruses and whatnot. I can't see them letting events like that carry on like unfortunately I don't know I or it's going to be some kind of like ticketed event or something I don't know how they're we going to be faithful we've got to put faith in it we've got to put, put faith but they're going to be like have you had a coke your, your injection have you had your yeah, um, have you had a vaccine have you had a yeah. test and all that kind of stuff what? trying to like police people coming in and out of carnival yeah. is going to be crazy I don't know what's going to happen but yeah we um yeah, we, we hope and it we hope it comes so back big. properly we hope I mean, <laughs> but to be fair it gives me hope when I look at random other countries like in Australia. New Zealand, yeah, they're like killing Zealand. it right now with rave. Or China, like, yeah. bro, they are comfortable. Yeah. Like, they, they're know. having mad parties. Thinking, <laughs> boom, if we can get to what they're at, then like, we're on the way there. I saw Fun. some videos like, of New Zealand the other day yeah. and the rave was going off and I was yeah. like, oh man, like that should be us soon. New Year's in New like, Zealand. That has to be us soon. Yeah. Oh my days, they look chaos out there. I'd fly out there. Out there. <laughs> well, yeah, my friend was going for a uh, to do a show out there because mm. he's like drum and bass DJs but he had to isolate in a hotel for oh, two man. weeks when he got there but after that well that's why they're all good go raves and yeah. play shows yeah. that's, that's nice. actually mad that's it <laughs> what's so that nice. this thing yeah let's touch a bit on the on the on the herb and, yeah, and, man, and your music and like how it's kind of maybe yeah. influenced you with your music and maybe how you use it in conjunction with music or maybe you don't maybe you're like I use it and then I do my music Separate. Yeah, yeah. Explain, I mean, explain I, to us a little bit how you... It's weird, like... Your journey with the, with the old cannabis. Like, I'd say I first, like, tried weed, like, younger than I'd rather would have when I look back on it. Mm. Like, I was, like, 13, and I think it would have been better if I'd waited until I was more, like, 15, 16. Yeah. Like, 
because I just when I think more about how the brain our brain develops and stuff, I was smoking skunk. I wasn't smoking like do I mean some all natural da da da. So like when I started smoking, thirteen, fourteen, I was listening to like quite a lot of weird hip hop. The two were kind of crossing over, like yep. weed and my music taste. Mm. And you're young, you're kind of excited about stoner culture. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like all of us, sounds like all of us actually. Yeah, yeah I don't, do you know what I mean? We've all gone through that one. My whole thing is we literally had this conversation the other day, like two of us as well. Yeah, because so the, the two of them intertwined so easily, because obviously, mm. like, one of the nicest things to do when you're smoking weed is listen to good music. Of course. And when they're talking about weed, it's even more relevant. So. Well, when you listen to good music, that's the thing to do smoke weed. There you go. So, like, I'd say. I always like music was always a bare, just like parallel thing to smoking. It was always there, and then um, when I started making music, like it was, I was a bit younger. Like I didn't, I I talked about weed straight away, so it was sort of like a topic for me, mm. just being a young and just part of your life already. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. when I when I think coming into like more a bit older, like with my process of how I write and stuff, like it's not something that's completely vital because I, do you know what I mean I. Like, everyone's got to be capable of whatever they're doing without whatever without thing there. Yeah. But it is something that, like, I do love to bring in a mix. Like, it is proper nice being in studio. And, like, if you've got good, clean cannabis yeah. and you're smoking, it can put you in a really nice headspace where it's just a little or a bit more. Everyone's preference different. But, like, I'll usually... Did, like, you, did you start smoking heavily from 13 onwards? Or no, was no. it just, like, a little split here and there when you're 13 and start... So, 13 onwards, and it was, like, up a little bit. here and there with my boys, like... Do you know what I mean? When you're going, like, freeze on a on a ten or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> golf, get the little shekels out. And stuff, yeah, and yeah. Handing their money to get a draw. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm playing four quid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does that mean I get an extra pound? Does that mean I get two seats? So, like, there's always... There so you was, um, can't even, literally, you can't smoke a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly, that reason, isn't it? Because you're broke. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't like I was building up better. It was more... Do we hear not? Yeah, sound like someone at the door. So I'm just trying to. Should we have? All right, it's um. Yeah, I think maybe we should go for a little anyway. break. Plus a break, let's do it. Yeah, we'll carry. We'll carry. We'll talk about that subject we'll like in a minute. Input. Don't forget what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you've got any questions or feedback or comments, remember to hit us up on our socials. Yeah, we'll try to answer them next week. There'll be somewhere. I don't know where Johnny's going, but. Right, we are back. The other side podcast, other side cannabinoid dispensary podcast, should I say? <laughs> Discussing music and cannabis and life and all the above. Yes, yes. We got rudely interrupted. Someone at the door. It's like six thirty in the evening. We've been closed for a few hours, and people are still trying to come down to the shop. Like, anyway, we're Sorry, back man, now. Being take... the best. Being the best. That's what we've yeah. got. That's what we got to do. Trying it? to but... take their chances. Yeah. Trying to catch us. We are in the middle of a wicked conversation right now with Finn Foxall. Yeah. And um, yeah, we got rudely interrupted. So let's just about the dive, dive straight back into it. Yeah, yeah. Topic. I, I try to keep like a little memory signature in my head. Yeah, of free throw tens. <laughs> okay, free freeway on the tens. I know we were talking about yeah cannabis and yeah. your like kind of like journey with music and how you use it together and yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. And we were talking about just oh, growing up and like, smoking weed and getting our first drawers and stuff. And yeah, like, when I first actually started smoking properly, innit? Yeah, it was yeah. how you got from splitting a Benz to. Being a heavy smoker. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 um yeah, that sort of change I'd say like around it was just like every now and then thing with boys here and mm. like with my guys here and there, we'd just like be smoking. Yeah. And then like when I started going parties the same thing. And I'd say when I was about sixteen is when I sort of started like actually smoking every day myself. Yeah. And um yeah, from from there I say like I've been Obviously, I've had breaks here and there, and I've had little times where I've been like, oh, I'm just going to give it a few days, or like, I'm going on a holiday, or da-da-da, like, but generally, I've been smoking, yeah, like, pretty much every day still, Mm. which is, like, good, gone through phases of loads and less, but um, I'd say it's kind of something which, like, it's kind of just integrated, I'd say more positive than negative into my life, because I've... There's been times where obviously when you're smoking loads of weed, where you think it might be like a negative habit. I was gonna say what? what, 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 what <laughs> you're smoking too much. You're like, yeah. damn, I'm smoking a lot, man. Yeah, man I need <laughs> to slow down. Yeah, so yeah. much. But what, what, what have you found? The, like the negative sides of it. I don't know. If I'd there say were, if there were any. Like I think for certain people, I say like it's very east to your own, and because yeah. I know certain people who like it just doesn't suit with their personality or whatever they've got going on. So like. But yeah, there's always got to be that awareness that for some people it's just not for them, and like, um, that's why like 
at certain points I've now thought about it a little bit older I think damn I've I like thoughtlessly encouraged people to smoke through my music but I don't don't think it's that I think it's more like it just it just connotates with my story and my personality who I am I don't think you can be held responsible for what people interpret throughout listening to your music I mean everyone's got their own journey with it as well so you're just telling a story you're not not telling people to do things you're not saying hey or you lot pick up a split. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On that note, <laughs> neither are we. We're not, we're not, yeah. we're not, we're not <laughs> encouraging anything. This is all just a chit chat. Like, so, in yes. how I, like, in how I enjoy it, I think like, yeah, it hasn't really been negative for me because I find myself quite like a bit of a proactive person anyway. Yeah. And I found like, well, as a kid, I wasn't like, I was a little bit like ADHD, like I'm dyslexic as well. So I was just quite like super energetic yeah, and yeah. always starting about. When I started smoking, I found myself like. If anything, it's, it was a lot easier for me to focus in on things. So for me personally, like I found loads of positives from early, like in terms of getting creative and start getting into it's music. About how and you stuff. are, it's all about your kind of personality and how yeah. you process things. And I think that's a yeah. So I just saying yeah. everyone's different. Everyone's different. And everyone right. suits different things. Yeah. Some yeah. people, it's not for them. Some it's people, work. you can smoke every day and use it to like your advantage and like, like you say, get into something or things like, like focus on stuff. But I'm lucky right. that I have that like synergy there with it because nice. when I like, I think. Yeah, it's, it's very helpful. There's certain people I know, I'm just like, yeah, it's better that you stop smoking. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, we've all had friend, those friends that, yeah, that yeah. they've stopped smoking for reasons. And as you grow up and get like, get to learn, learn, know yourself a bit better. Exactly. Well, that's the whole people... point of this podcast is to be kind of explaining these things from people like yourself mm. yeah, who yeah. actually had these real experiences and say, actually, you know what? THC wasn't for me. Yep. CBD is the one that works really well for me. Or Facts. I don't like cannabis at all. Or I love THC. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of friends that have had like ADHD that actually genuinely need weed yeah. to like to chill. Ch- chill exactly, out. exactly. They use it but, medically. But then, like, just to, to say, like, my, my group of friends growing up, we all smoked when we when we were younger. Mm. I'm probably one of the last ones in my group of friends that still really smokes like heavily. Some people still have a little bit here and there, but yeah, yeah. people learn what they like and what they don't like. Generally, just 95%, 99% of people will be like, I either want to carry on or I don't want to carry on. And yeah. they don't really experience negative things. But the whole kind of negative connotations with cannabis, i.e. like paranoia or whatnot, or not, not feeling good about yourself or think, overthinking yeah. stuff, I think it's definitely there. There is that, pro- that problem with some people, but it's very overly the hyped it as is well. for some people. Yeah. Right? And that, yeah. Some people get a lot of coffee. Yeah, indeed. Some you know people I mean? like things just don't fit with them, and like it's more for people to just be self-aware. And like yeah. as you said, they get to know themselves as they get a bit older, and they realise, ah, oh, this isn't really something that's bringing benefit yeah. to me. But personally, like I'm, yeah, I find myself lucky that I've got to like draw a lot of benefit out of it because it did help me, like just for yeah, like draw focus when I'm getting creative and stuff. Mm-hmm. And often that was harder for me to do. I also found myself just like easier to take a step back and take time with things yeah. and. Like for me, I used to rush a lot of things, so like I've also found that helpful. So like, nice. and yeah, process I, things a bit differently. I'm I mean, more stressful. <laughs> Everyone needs to unwind. Yeah, I'm like, living stressful. Growing up in London is a mad one as well. Like, yeah. especially not just especially around here. I was going to say, but just it's it's, it's, it's quite hyper. It's you know I mean, living in London is quite it's a competitive environment. It's hyper. You're always like on alert. Always busy with something. Yeah, I mean, that's my own experience. I've always been busy. You never want to fall behind. Everyone's doing yeah. so much, and like, especially with Instagram and stuff. Bloody well, hell. these days, mm. it's another story with all the social media and keeping up with all that. But yeah, I mean, that's a whole different kettle. That's a whole different kettle. You always feel like you're behind people, though, and it's just like it's, in London. I feel like there is such a big weed culture because mm. it's Perhaps. so busy. Like mm. people, and like, why well, a lot of people have a glass of wine in the evening? Yeah. Like, because realistically, do you would, would you have a glass of wine or or, or drink? Do you drink? Today? Um, you know, I I drink sometimes, but like I try to see it as more of an occasion thing. Mm. So like when I do, it would be like when I'm out with my friends and stuff yeah. like that. But sometimes I'll have like a cider when I'm chilling. That's nice. quite nice. Like yeah. a cider, yeah. good beer. Like, like, yeah, I can't knock that and then also like more than an occasion thing as well but I enjoy drinking like brown liquor like good whiskey or like yes. good brandy or like stuff like that mm-hmm. that's kind of for me um, but yeah generally like drinking I don't know it's, it's just not a, it's never been my thing over weed I know often people kind of like pick their poison type thing I've always been a smoker Yeah, I was always that guy who when I was a teenager probably get a bit too lean most of the time but <laughs> 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 I've grown to me and I'm, I'm very happy with me in it so yeah for that reason like I don't know I, when I say like oh I wish I'd like start smoking a bit later mm. I think it was just being yeah, someone who enjoys weed yeah. looking back on the weed that I was smoking 
Like, I think I wasn't smoking good weed. Yeah. I should have waited until I knew a bit more. I wasn't completely clueless. Yeah. And just, like, was a bit more aware. I was getting hold of better weed from, like... Because when I was smoking, the whole time when I started, after a while, like, a year or whatever, my brother was like, why didn't you just tell me? And I would have sorted you out. Got, yeah, and, like, good, I would have... Yeah, if you really wanted to try with your mates, then I would have patterned you because I would have given you something that wasn't, like, complete Shit. dirt. Yeah. <laughs> when I look at that, that's a valuable thing, isn't it? Like, not smoking really bad shitty ass gun which there is a lot of about and if there is issues which are induced by cannabis usually it's because of weed like that and because of like it's so strong with one side of the cannabis plant it's like really super high THC and those kind of plants are really, really low CBD. So you don't have, you don't yeah. have the counterbalance. Exactly. I mean, that's the first time we've mentioned CBD, by the way, in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we, but we've got the... That kind of cannabis, that. those days, that the, the skunk scene was like just like highly potent. Trying to get higher and T- higher. Yeah, higher and higher and higher. And then like there was no, T- no CBD as a counterbalance. So yeah, it was causing issues with people's brains. And if you're smoking yeah. at 14, 15... Your brain's developing still. Exactly. Like you, exactly. Ideally, you want to start smoking when you're 18, 19, 20. Or even indeed, indeed. Even, even later even on. more developed. Yeah. But that kind of high point. I've seen extracts and stuff where you've got like 90% shatter and stuff where it's like... It's like if your little brain is hitting that at that age, like, it's not going to be good for your brain. Yeah. It's, it's same as like take, drinking bare liquor when you're young. It's just like the, anything like which is brain altering, You just it's better to try and leave it till later because... Definitely. Gonna definitely. Be I always advocate saying like, do it... Yeah. Wait as long as this possible. is my main reason for legalization is because of education yeah. like if mm, i was early. taught in school in science about like cannabis in the way that you would talk about other drugs like how they teach you antibiotics or they mm. teach you like i even had that's to do a whole se- section on how valium works mm. in your body yeah, i had to learn smart. because it like it works on your nerves and stuff so it's a good like case study yeah. but like why can't they do that with like cannabis? Really? Like people, like people are causing themselves problems because they're not educated. It's not regulated. It's mm. like people don't know what they're smoking. They don't know how strong it is, and it's not regulated. And yeah, the education around it has been t- t- totally stumped to because of, yeah. because of the war on drugs. Like they haven't, they haven't educated. They haven't like learned more about the plant, which they could have learned so much more by now. Mm. Like if we like not had that war on drugs for the last twenty, thirty years, wherever it was. Um, we would have had a real years. education of it by like, this point. The plant would be so problem. well, like, they would know so much more about it by now. Like, in in the four years we've been open, the, the developments have been crazy with the CBD crazy. game. Yeah, all and the like money the making of medicine then becomes yeah. obsolete. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, all the guys at Big Pharma, I don't want to, like, libel myself or get some kind of dodgy people knocking the door. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't trust any of them, mate. Yeah, like, dude, Big Pharma has definitely suppressed, like, the education and information about marijuana yeah, yeah. and... In order for, sure. for whichever rollout for the for the best profit they can pull, but like, yeah, that's that's a crazy thing. That's yeah. a whole crazy office now. A lot of money to go around in weed, though. Like, yeah, but, but with CBD, CBD is a great thing. What's your vibe with CBD? Yeah, let's touch on the CBD. Yeah, vibe, obviously that's how we also met because you were buying some CBD products in the shop of us and. CBD you... was like how it started. Literally, how it started with me was first coming to your shop and yeah. like, trying out some things, and um. It was great, man, because, like, the way I saw it, that was actually a time when I started building, like, I'd say about a year before, I'd start building a really heavy passion just for, like, not just smoking weed, but understanding, like, the history, the science of it and, like, the relevance of it, the industry, what it can be, all them things. So, like, that's when I, like... Started like a bit of a CBD thing with my friend. We would just run the page. I remember you two were doing your little page and it was was cool, man. It was cool, man, because it was just relating, like, everything in the umbrella of cannabis culture and how yeah. it relates to, like, music, just general street culture, all these other things. Like, yeah, we were yeah. just piecing that together and to, like, trying to build a vibe out of it. And um, in that time, like, that's when I actually started understanding CBD, all the medicinal benefits. And, like, it made me very excited realising that, like, we can break down the compounds of cannabis and take certain things to cater to certain people. Yep. And CBD being one of those things you can cater to certain people. Because, yep. like, it just confirmed for me like this plant is still it's That's ridiculously medicinal how like, special it is like, how, many, how many good things it can do and like help people yeah. with and it's amazing I mean we always see it we always hear people like literally coming and say like coming to get their next batch and being like thank you so much yeah. you might not even remember yeah. who I am but you've actually set, yeah. changed my life and it's like them those little things do what, what you do now them things them things those, <laughs> those, things. those, those little things are the things we've that... been on a bit of a grammar grammar trip or, oh, yeah, I, keep saying, I keep saying them things when I supposed to say those things and I'm trying to keep, <laughs> I keep trying to re- like, correct myself so now he's doing it it's because someone someone said on the phone where like, like, t- like two different people were like oh you're speaking to on Instagram like the more rude boy one yeah. and he got really like, I'm not a rude boy yeah so he's, like, <laughs> yeah, trying, he's trying to thing. fix his speech <laughs> that's jokes I need to fix that shit up <laughs> the business so, etiquette like, voice literally 
need to get back to more into like talking like a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, but what's the, what's the, what kind of CBD do you take then? Do you take it in like a? Do you smoke it, vape um, it, eat it? It was kind of a bit of. I was just trying everything. Was just at first. experimenting with yeah, different I things. I was just experimenting with everything first. But like how I, like the most enjoyment I got out of it, being a smoker, was like taking a break from normal weed yeah. and just like smoking CBD mm-hmm. and seeing how it affected my mind. And it was like fantastic because like I'm not, I wasn't smoking to get stoned. But yeah. it was just still something which I found like. Yeah, like, like loads of balance and relaxation in and just like bare benefits from. So like when I started buying bud here a few times, that was when I was using it most. And then also I got your tincture, which you guys started making. And when I started taking that, that was banging as well. Also I gave it to my mum and she nice. just like, for her when she was sleeping and stuff, she really found out from it. And Good. she had like shoulder pain at the time and um, had a CBD balm from you guys and I was like really helpful. So like just seeing like other people's applications of it as well, it's got me excited around it as well. As so many uses and ways to use it, which is, which is so amazing like, so sick, from, like we can use it the way we like it your mum can use it the way she likes it yeah, like yeah. an old grandma can and like it doesn't it have the to, want to use it so, like, it's not definitive of like stone culture it's literally exactly. just a medicine it's just yeah. a plant it's just there yeah. like, taking that stigma away I know like you guys have literally like it's probably even half a task for you to like knowing the best way to like not let people to instantly can join cannabis culture and CBD together when like they're encountering it that's why we're doing this podcast that's, that's part of it yeah, yeah. 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 normalise this and yeah. make it like a it's an everyday conversation the way, the way someone might talk about alcohol like it's mm. not a big thing like cannabis contains CBD it, could, it, it, it can it's get stoned as well but you can break it down like you're saying there's different compounds that you can use yeah you can yeah. use yeah. it recreationally and, for uh, listening to music and at festivals or at you whatever. can do all of that with you it can, you can chill with your power watching a film and I know loads of people using it or whatever. Like work in the studio now and the music like if you're into music like CBD during the day if you're in the studio yeah. during the day it's like loads of people tell me how, how great it is for that because it's, it's, it's really good it takes your nerves a bit it just, just lets you it chills you on a nice especially level with these high THC strains yeah it's just, oh, it, it balances it nicely yeah, yeah. Um, so true I find using it in the morning where I used to like smoke some THC in the morning mm. and that would set me for the day yeah now if I do want to smoke in the morning I'll smoke a CBD yeah some yeah. CBD, CBD and flower it's, yeah. it's just a nicer kind of for me at, at, this, at my age now I feel it that that's what. Or even just a couple hits on a yeah, sandy vapor. Sure. Just like a little, and yeah. it just mellows you for the day. Yeah, it does exactly. It doesn't get, it doesn't feel that heavy. Yeah. You can but, play about with terps. Like we were mm-hmm. talking with the goods before about all their terpy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you get the right terps, you can like proper you wake yourself up and you actually up, feel like it feel like you're at, like some of them are like labeled with like hustle or something. Mm-hmm. It's like you actually do feel like going about your day yeah, and like. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, maybe it's a placebo, but like, but I definitely... It's sick because I think for like what the science of science of cannabis before, it just was undeveloped to a point where like, we didn't have access to this. You wouldn't be able to cater yourself to your perfect like t- CBD or THC needs. Yep. Like you can just, especially in the UK at least. It's like, the day, just like, what have you got? I've got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've got, got this. Like, this <laughs> one's a bit gassy. This yeah. one's a bit more. Da, 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 yeah. like, <laughs> like, and I was that. Like, I, I first started like, hearing Americans yeah. come into the shop and they'd be like. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking for something that's going to keep me uplifted all day. Yeah. And I'd be like, God, these guys are really into their terpenes. Yeah, or, yeah. or they're like, I need a sativa or I want some indica. Mm. They're not in, like, literally people, like here in, in England, no one gives a, no, no one gave a cares. damn. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, but no people start to grasp it now. Yeah, so yeah, this, one's oh, me, this one got me proper high. This is yeah, couch yeah, yeah, one. One. I was, I was cozy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kind of attitude where now, like, I don't know, people can use it medicinally. Don't break the table, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the fact that people can use it medicinally, like when what they were looking for in weed the whole time was that thing. Mm. Like certain people were like to take their nerves away or this that they were smoking weed and thinking it was going to help, but but it was really high THC. That's not going to help you. That's not going to help you. If you want to chill chill out, don't be taking too much THC. But now they understand that, like, oh, really? I can go and get this stuff, which was actually what I was looking for Mm. when I was smoking before. And I can get all the benefit out of it without having to like. That's what we find with my head the CBD flower. Like mm, all the customers that, 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 that buy the CBD flower, they love it for that reason. Yeah, it's like. And when um, we have different ones, we um, have certain people that will only buy one strain of this. Like yeah. there'll be someone come, mm. I only want ten of them. Or yeah, like, and then yeah. someone else will come and be like, no, I don't want that one. And I'm like, oh, this person. People are definitely ten. being, they're a lot more. Yeah, all, everyone's got to their own, t- but that's sick though. It shows that terpene profiles can that be so much something. more wider of a selection and specific to like individual people rather than just being like a little like flavour menu. Yeah. So yeah. Almost really still to do like a case thing. study on it or something and just give it to the so government and be like, look, yeah. this is what we do every day. Real. This is what people enjoy. Like, oh. 
It's mad because it's small businesses like you guys that are really like pulling together like the understanding of this really, especially from like a like a business standpoint where you can actually apply it like and get and get it to people. So we're not scientists. Exactly, you guys aren't scientists. Like you're still you're the ones doing it. It's mad that there isn't like much more going into this. And maybe there is. Maybe I'm like just making a guess here that there's not, but. It's, I think it's, cool I think it's building. Up. I think it's building up. There's like more and more people are doing it. More and people, people are interested. More and more. There's more and more interest on it. On it. Like we do as much research as we can, so we can like inform our customers as much mm-hmm. as we can. I mean, obviously, I we're mean, doctors. Yeah, we don't you, you lot are always chatting like, uh, like to the best of your knowledge. Like, yeah, man. We try and like help the customers choose the right product for them. Try because keep ourselves up to date as well, because obviously I think they're changing all the time. We find out, like for example, when we change our formulas for our oils, it's because oh, we find out that doing this has better absorption or doing mm. that is better for this and like having these types in there yeah, you've been so tweaking like, the formula getting it perfect for yeah. people yeah that's i mean but we're that's that's like quite almost like we shouldn't even have to, that research should be there like we yeah. should, people should always, know that people should, should know that but it's, yeah, but it's it for businesses to do this we're trialing I mean, we have to kind of yeah we're like like fed like i don't know what how to describe it but we're telling we're, we're teaching the customers right now what yeah. they need because they don't know what they well, what, what to ask we're, for. We're advising because yeah. we're not doctors. Yeah, we're not we're doctors. Always say this every episode. We're, we're, say this. <laughs> we're not doctors. <laughs> we're not giving any medical advice. Um, any, like, not. We're not telling you to do anything. We're having a conversation yeah. about research. We've and when won. customers come into the shop, again, we're not telling them what to do, but we are suggesting products because of experience from ourselves yeah, and from yeah. other customers' experience and. Like, and you're on good grounds to work with that experience because like doctors they don't they aren't educated about cannabis or CBD properties exactly. that's not part of it a GPs send their customers to here to yeah. chat to us like we yeah. have people say oh my GP tried, said to try CBD and they said there's a good shop well, you can go talk to them about yeah, it and they, they the, come and chat to us and we actually like they do have real questions yeah. and it's like I almost feel like jeez I actually I'm not qualified to <laughs> yeah, answer, we shouldn't like, be answering this yeah, when you're, just, like, you're coming from your doctor to ask us yeah, yeah. Like, you do know though like, and we well, have to yeah. say but we're not doctors so yeah. if, you wanna, if you want us to hear, yeah. hear our opinion that's fine yeah, that's our opinion yeah I read this article yeah. that said this it's quite, quite awkward that. sometimes but yeah, but we shouldn't have to do that awkward dance around helping people because you have to constantly feel like you yeah, you have to kind of like like just protect yourself from being yeah. implicated in anything because obviously yeah again we're not doctors so but you know you can confidently say like all this stuff does have like well I don't I don't want to then like act like now nah, you're gonna implicate yeah, yourself yeah. as well exactly <laughs> so, I mean, I'm acting on that one too exactly yeah, we, we well, know the saying, can you, can you, can you please say the disclaimer you're not selling, yeah. well, you're not selling the product so you're all right yeah, yeah. okay well I, I can say confidently that like I've seen loads of people reap benefits from CBD and just take it as something where like even if like they were a kind of a smoker or not mm. like it's just ev- loads of people have found a benefit specific for them whether that's like in the morning for when they're just trying to feel balanced and calm to get going and then they have an infused coffee or whether it's like they're literally smoking CBD because they're trying to stop smoking weed or because they just find it nicer than or whether they're using like a medicinal balm or something like, yeah. there's just so many applications so I don't know there's no so much can... evidence out there of people's yeah, experience a doctor like with saying. their chest can't like take a look at everything and be like oh this has no medicinal value mm. like, that, that's just so stupid do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> I mean so, yeah. so dumb. cannabis has been recognised as a medicine <laughs> yeah. cannabis got recognised as a medicine two years ago yeah there we go 2018 or three years ago so the recognition's like, there but they're like, still not prescribing it to people which is so weird like well, they have technically they say oh we prescribe like to three people yeah. or something like yeah Medical weed yeah, in like 2001, yeah. and it's literally like the stuff that we're getting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's dusty ass, like weird, like loose, like bud that's just not growing well. Like four grand a month. Yeah, yeah. some, some, like, yeah, like, like, some of it looks strong. I've seen some of the percentages here, and you're hitting yeah. like 24, 25, 27 percent. But four Still. grand a month. Nah, yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. I'm alright. They're insane. not really going to cure the problem. You doing like selling kind of like medical cannabis like that, and it's yeah. not for much. Not for it's not like it's not like you're paying four and a half grand and, and getting also, like loads of weed. No. UK is such a big exporter of growing medical cannabis. Biggest so why should it cost so much to sell? 
and so how are they allowed to make money on it when we're not allowed to use um, they're, not, they're not prescribing it here and we're yeah. not allowed to use it but here. the government and like I'm sure lots of powers of people and lots of powers yeah, mate. Lots, lots of, of powers are all making a whole lot of money off the yeah, med- medicinal cannabis industry in the UK so, so it's so outside certain, yeah, certain husbands of MPs yeah. Yeah. it sounds a bit like uh, the PPE <laughs> scandals cronyism <clears throat> <laughs> and all that
well, not a little one, a massive plug. Let me give my little what plug. What you're doing, yeah. like, like right. run us with a All big right, plug of what you're doing for the next All right. six All months right. if you've got a little plan <laughs> or what's happening yeah, with yeah. you this year. So, um, this year, yeah, we've got like another EP that we're going to be dropping. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a slower roll, uh, which will be nice. Like, we're going to have like a few singles, um, like free drop, and then we're going to have another uh, half of it drop with the rest of it, sort of towards that like, start of autumn time in the summer. Um, and yeah man this, this year we're going to pay much more attention to like videos and stuff nice. because like that's something I feel I've been lacking like a big YouTube presence like it's sick seeing like a proper fan base build and like people responding on like streaming platforms but like having that YouTube presence is a bit of a different thing it's sort of like I want to build like the Foxhall universe a bit more yeah. do you know what I mean and I know if I like get the videos right then I can really do that this year are you running all that yourself? Um, or are you like doing it with like, a group of friends of yours or are you doing yeah, it with, like, like, a comp- with a record label and stuff or it's like at the moment it's um me and my bro Will he's a lover lad but grow local you know we all know Will yeah you know uh, all know Will yeah, yeah. Will. top lad he's um me and him like work on like most of the stuff just together and then we're like we've got a few people in the collective that like will always be referring back to like and just speaking to and getting good tips from like nice. Parallel he's someone who's like he's got quite a big role with me where like I'll always just run stuff through him just to see what he thinks. Because yep. like, and like, because he's just got that good investment with it. Because we, because he's literally been the first person to ever record me. That's what you were saying before that. He's yeah, he's the first geezer to get me in booth in it. Yeah, so yeah. like, it's sick now that we still like. I know that his ear like, is one of the best I can put something to. And um, so this year it's all about leveling up the Finn Foxall kind of brand and yeah. releasing more music, I guess, and more EPs and yeah, man. If we, any shows you can do, I'm sure you're going to be doing them, right? Works. Like we we have um. Well, we had penned in in March, like a headline show, um, in at the Oslo venue in Hackney. In, where? Was, in Hackney. Yeah, and that was oh, it's gonna be so sick, man. But the way it's looking, because of all this lockdown stuff, like we're not gonna get to have it. That's my turn. My turn to bang the bang the mic. Shit, sorry. Director's looking at me like I'm a mug. I am sorry. We were literally just making fun of Cat earlier because she did it before. We were saying how it really hurt Johnny's ears. And now, my bad. My bad. You're saying sorry before I just cut the combo with it. You're talking about the venue in Hackney. Yeah, so we had that. It's a bit gutting because of this lockdown stuff. Like we've had to. Postpone the date, so we're putting that more towards like right now. I think it's going to be October because mm-hmm. that's when we know we're safely going to be able to be like hopefully to start flipping. I hope we, by hope October so, we can be running life a little bit more normal. Like for real, I mean, how long how long is this going to go on for? Like it's a bit of a long thing at the moment. But it's really long, but um, it's really long, but we'll see. I mean, good luck, good luck and fingers crossed for that. Yeah, man, yeah. It's, a, it's a while away, but yeah. I mean, rushed it last year. So yeah. Like. That's, yeah, that's the thing. We sold, we've already sold out the show in March, so it's frustrating. Like, mm. we were good to go and we were hoping by then it would have lifted up. But obviously, time is changing. Time is changing. So we've got to roll with it. But, mm. Keep yeah. the momentum, though. Keep the momentum. Yeah, exactly. Like, still. I think what we're doing is we're upgrading um, to a bigger venue. So, yeah. like, we're going to do... We've got a date at Village Underground. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that venue. That venue's like, banging. Way better. We'll fit in way more people. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, that's a big sick. venue. Yeah, you can get a lot of people in there, man. So, yeah. Right. So, like, I think it's another few hundred tickets that we're going to have to sell. Keep us up to date um, with that so we can all come yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, facts. I've had team. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Tell us when they go on. We'll yeah. pop a little... Definitely yeah, yeah. I'll make sure you come through, I used to go to Channel One parties there, man. Yeah, reggae dub parties. Uh, I'm, I can't lie, I've never actually been to the venue, but I just, I've just always seen it. But like, I know it's sick, and like I've seen good pictures and like videos of people going off there. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to do that like there, man. That'll be banging. Wicked, wicked. Well, we look forward to that for sure. I'm gassed about that. Right. If, it, if it happens, let us know. I for can't sure. wait for live 100%. shows. Man. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Shall we do our favorite little fun section? This is the most important bit of the of the, of the podcast. Well, listen, what do we say is cool? Now? I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna call it what we ask all the guests. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that's the label now. I mean, but what we ask the last guest? Yeah, argue in the comments yeah. or like send us messages. What you think? We need to we need to name this little section of the of, of the thing where it's just basically. It's like two questions that we always want to ask, but there's going to be a few more that probably variance, latch on. Yeah. First one being, go on. I know you like to ask this one. Yeah. So um, <laughs> when you pull it, how are you? What are you doing? Are you long shorts? Are you like what Rizzlers you using? Are you backstrapping? Is it a front strap? Silicone. Silicone. She can't feel. You know, I keep it simple to be honest. I um, 
I'll just smoke like zoots, just like. <laughs> that was the best answer. <laughs> I just smoke zoots. You know, I'm a bit the same. I'm like. I just roll it the way I roll it. I don't really think about it. Yeah, I've got it. bonds, but no, I never but use them. Yeah. I've said that. Like, I still have my own little like mantra of how I do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll always backstrap and I'll always probably, 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 I'll roll it like a, a slim uh, Rizla. I'm so happy. Probably like backstrap. a silver or like I used to smoke. So now I like like OCB golds. Okay. And um, so you like the, the that's like the slim. Or do you like the slim fit ones? Yeah. The yeah. silver ones. Um, no, they're the fit. No, the golds are so the like, golds are gold the blacks, but they're not. A bit thinner than, than yeah. the blacks, but then they got the, the silver slim fits and the gold. They're not fit. as wide. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like, I like smoking them, and then um, I like the. No, you know the slightly thicker, the slightly. It took me a while to get to that conclusion, but yeah, that's the one. Isn't it? Know, yeah. We've all had our own little trip through. Yeah, trust. trust. Oh mate, I've only just recently changed to these billets, like these like extra long rice. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Damn, what was the next one? Yeah, roach. I like that. <laughs> You know the thick, the like the, the wider wide roaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to buy them here. Still, yeah, yeah. roll the W. Then. Did a little the S or the W. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, the W is just like it's, the it's way well. smoother. Oh, it's, way, like, it's nice to smoke. The S man, W man. <laughs> and then um, yeah, yeah. Those are, that's all I really need, and a bit of backy, like, and then I'm sweet. London style. Yeah, London style. Bit of like, yeah, was I like, a gold leaf? When I was smoking tobacco before, I, I, I rolled pure now. But when I was smoking tobacco, I was going on that Pueblo stuff. You know, oh, that, yeah, that tobacco, yeah. like no chemical. Um, yeah, I was smoking American, American spirit, spirit for a while. Yeah. That was a bit scratchy on my throat. I like it. They're pretty good yeah. for the split. And then, but Pueblo, I really like it because it's a little bit drier. Yeah. And it's not like. Some of the, the backy in back, like rolly backy, is too wet. It's too way too wet. I hate Amberley. But now. Pure thing. It's all about going pure. That's good. Still. I reckon I will get that stage. But you know what? I like having something properly in my hand that I can smoke. Mm. Like not like a little dowie spliff in it. But sometimes I don't want to roll like a P six, P seven. Sometimes I just want like a P four, like smaller joint. So like if I'm doing that, I want to have like a bit of backy in there. In my head, it's probably like a, like a third of a roll up. Like that, I put in it each time, like realistically, mm-hmm. and like that does count. That does probably build up. I'll yeah. narrow that down soon. Next time we chat in six months, let's do a little part two in six months. Then we chat again. Let's see where you're at. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. See if you got it. So it might be down to a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Fifth, wicked, 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 wicked. <laughs> so when you're blazing up, yeah. Next get, most important yeah, question everyone, ever. Everyone gets super hungry. What are you munching? <laughs> <laughs> what is well, your on? top three munchies? <laughs> It's tricky. I've gone through like a few different ones, but like if I'm if I'm going straight to like what I've got historically, <laughs> probably um iced tea peach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones. <laughs> and then um, coming in, coming in strong, <laughs> coming in strong yeah, straight away. Monster munch, yeah, the hot ones. Yeah, and then um this one I've been on for like the past year. You know, uh flips. The chocolate oh, pretzels. The pretzels. Oh, they yeah. are so oh, good. Oh, mate. They go with the peanut butter ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah the white they are chocolate. serious as well. The dark chocolate oh, ones. Oh, mate. They're serious. But yeah, that's that's probably like the three where I'm like, boom, that, that covers them. That's kind of staples, yeah? Yeah, that's that's a pattern. But I've been trying to get a little bit like, I drink quite a lot of herbal teas. Okay. Yeah. So like, I, whenever I'm like at studio or just at a friend's gaff or something at home, I'm trying to decide, I'll keep that like, a couple like, Ginger tea, tea bags, tea in, bags. Pocket. Like, in my jacket pockets. Yeah, I know there's probably about like, one in each of them like, scattered about in it. So, like, Jokes. Yeah, I'll whip that out. Do I keep it a little bit more healthy? Yeah, yeah, because like, I've gone through phases. To be fair, I've been drinking quite a little Coca Cola at the moment. It's bad. Ooh, fizzy drinks. Fizzy drinks. That's like a blow, low blow. Yeah, it's a low blow, man. You know what it is? But like, you're always like posting about juices and stuff. I know you're into your juices. Yeah, I stuff, make smoothies it? every morning. They're good still. Yeah. Like, I, I like making my smoothies because like, God, it's free some fruit. Yeah. And like, that's that's a pattern. Mm. Just get bare goodness in there, get some sea moss in there. Nice, and, nice, like, nice. That's some healthy what's shit. That, the flax, oh, there's like a flaxseed mix. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I put all that in there. I buy one of these like packets of like mixed blend seeds and grains. Yeah. And you just yeah. put a little bit in your smoothie and it's, it's like pure yeah, protein and stuff is like omegas and all that kind of shit yeah facts. that's me I'm, I'm quite stay healthy, healthy guys got to still he- still yeah. little, stay healthy out there with all this virus and shit facts. running around like, I started eating fish again like in, like in the past like sort of eight, eight ten months and um I just love fish and it like good fish oh, yeah, but other than that like you go and eat fish from Golden Road 
from yeah, Gobble. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I used to when I was younger. I see the store there that's been running for years. Yeah. Are, they, are they still open? Right I think they're still open. Yeah. Yeah. Because like mm. even the food market on Portobello is open. Yeah. Like, the street food market. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. To be fair, Shepherdsbush Market still open yeah. in daytime. Yeah. So I mean, what well, all the food stalls are, but all not the food, like, nothing else, just yeah, food. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it though. It's like everyone's just queuing up like next to each other. Yeah. Like. I mean, fine. I'm glad that they're open and they can make a little bit of money like while all this madness is going but on. But it's a peak scene and then, all the other shops that like genuinely could be like small businesses where it's not like they're like it's a big shop and all better people. Course. It's just like someone comes in, gets like their watch fixed or something. Or, like, do, 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 Ooh, that's, like, that's, that's, <laughs> the simple thing. Yeah. Like, can not so, do it anymore? So long. But Damn. anyway, I think we should, um, yeah, definitely do a little part two. You know, Six oh, months, and maybe like, or maybe even before, and just see like what happened yeah. with the shows, whether they happened or not. Like, yeah, we'll see yeah. what what state of play we're at with this bloody lockdown. For real. Um, see if you're still smoking, Bucky. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> see if I've been smoking more CBD again. That's it. That's it. Do that again. Yeah, man. We'll tap back in. Maybe it's signed with the law might change. Probably not. We'll but. see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We hope. We hope. Do you want to um, mention all your socials and where yeah, people can yeah, find yeah, your so music? I'll, and I'll any, have you got any dates for like next releases? Not, that will be a- uh, you know what February we got a first single coming out and then um, from there on it's just like rolling wicked so, yeah. so if everyone so, if everyone out there wants to find Finn go on to Instagram Instagram Finn Foxall on like everything F-I-N-N-F-O-X-E-L-L yeah F-I-N-N-F-O-X-E-L-L people don't hear it pick up it's on your mug over there there you go yeah, find him on Spotify, Instagram. Are you on Facebook and stuff? You know, or? I do have a Facebook page, but I'm not active on there. If people really want to like just locate what I'm keeping up to date with what I'm doing, yeah. then, like Instagram's probably the best one. And then YouTube as well. Yeah. And then um, follow my Spotify. Wicked, yeah. yeah. Everyone hit, hit him up on Spotify. Um, we'll put the the links on this on the screen so someone can just find it through there. Yeah. So Johnny's gonna do that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think everyone Super. hit him up, man. For real, thank you, lot. No worries, man. Like, it's been a pleasure having you. Like, Fenn big up for, Thanks for coming for down, yeah, and we've man. had a nice old natter. Finn's got chat. questions for next yeah. time as well. What do you want to know about Finn? Literally, if you lot got some specific stuff you want to know, or you want to get my opinions on something, then drop them in the comments. Drop them in the comments. There, there. I never know where they are, so yeah. I'm just pointing everywhere. There. But, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, man. I'm Geshi, this is Leon, we've been Other Side, Cannabinoid Dispensary doing our little podcast, we'll be back again for another episode. Yeah. Big love to everyone. Cheers for listening. Love, bro. Nice one, Finn. Nice one, Leon. Nice. Johnny, big up.